and welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today we are here with Joe McCarthy. I'm very excited for this interview. He is the public figure who help who helps people scale their Instagram page and brand their business. So, Joe, very excited to have you here. And please introduce yourself to yeah, everyone. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you having me. So, yeah, like you said, um, 20 year old entrepreneur helps to help thousands of people scale up their social media pages, their brands, just help them get out to more people. Um, I started uh, at an early age with entrepreneurship. So like I was, you know, 14, 15 years old, I grew up on a farm. Um, and I started selling things like chickens, eggs, stuff like that. And I would utilize social media to market my products. And then fast forward four or five years, I started developing my own, you know, personal brand posting entrepreneurship content, motivational content. Um, and basically, you know, now we help other people similar to my space with, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches, speakers, we help them now create, uh, you know, elite looking pages similar to what me and my team have done. Amazing. So first I want to know more about your upbringings. How did you end from being a farm boy to be, to be, to being able to have all of this? Yeah. So, I mean, essentially what I started out doing is I would sell, you know, just farm products using Instagram and Facebook. Um, and so that's kind of when it clicked originally, like, you know, I could use social media for, um, you know, a more powerful tool, which is marketing, bringing in business, helping other people. Um, I would say around like the age of 16, I got introduced to Ty Lopez and he's like a huge internet marketer. I'm sure you know who, who he is, but I started just reading up on like what he does and he obviously drives like nice cars. So he kind of caught my attention right off the bat. Um, and he always preaches read, right? He always says to read. Um, so I decided to just dive into books, you know, Napoleon Hill, Grant Cardone's books, you know, I've read Robert Kiyosaki's books, just, you know, I probably immersed myself in like 60 different business books by the time I was 16 or 17 years old. Um, so that's where I really got in tuned with like business, entrepreneurship, leadership. Um, and that's why I started creating content on my own, right? So I would start put, posting like things that I've learned from, you know, Instagram and from, you know, just other entrepreneurs that I've been reading about. Uh, and then that's how I kind of slowly grew my personal brand, essentially. Amazing. And so tell me why social media marketing branding important? Yeah, so it's super important because these days I'm sure you know like everybody uses social media, everybody's on Instagram, everybody's using, you know, Facebook um and these platforms. So if you don't have like a solid presence, if you're not posting consistently, if you're not getting yourself known and getting yourself out there, then there's a good chance that you're going to get left behind because some of the biggest business owners, biggest entrepreneurs, you know, in this space, they're using social media to attract an audience, to bring in more leads. And these days, it's almost like your new resume, like your new business card. So having like a solid personal brand is what's really going to help you get that edge on all your competitors. Um, so yeah, like I said, if you're not posting consistently, if you're not building your social media presence, you don't have a solid brand in place right now, then you're quickly falling behind. That's why it's essential to get on there. Amazing. And what's the secret of being able to grow so much in so little time? Yeah, great question. So a lot of people like you'll see on social media, they have massive followings. They have thousands of, you know, likes, views, comments on their posts. And you're probably wondering, like, you know, how did they get there? And the funny thing is, it's actually kind of like an industry secret is they've all invested. They've all put money down into their brands. They've paid to, you know, grow, to get engagement. You know, Grant Cardone is one of like, the biggest online marketers ever. And he's putting consistently tens of thousands of dollars 
into his branding, into his content, into his growth um, to help him get more reach, which obviously brings some more clients, brings some more leads. Um, but the secret behind it is like, it's pretty much all paid. Like if you try to grow organically right now, if you try to just, you know, post and put out content, you might get somewhere, you might get a little bit of traction, but some of the biggest celebrities, business owners and entrepreneurs, they're all investing into their brands. So like with us, what we actually do now is we run what's called a mass DM. So this mass DM will send out to thousands of people and it will send your page link. It will send a message saying to check you out, give you a follow. It's very similar to running ads, but it generates a real following. Um, so we've helped people grow anywhere from 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 followers. And that helps you basically stand out from the crowd it helps you gain credibility, helps you bring in business, but it's, you know, it costs money to do. And what people don't realize is that they think you can only do it organically. They think the only way to go about growth is just posting and hoping that it grows. When in reality, the algorithms, the way they are these days, it's so hard to grow, you know, to a large scale um, organically, unless you want to wait 10, 20 years. So that's why some of these big guys are starting to use people like us as agencies to help them catapult and grow to that next level, essentially. Amazing. And how are you able to send those mass DMs without violating like Instagram terms mm -hmm. of service? Yeah, great question. So obviously, as you know, Instagram, I think they have a cap to how many DMs you can send. It's like 40, 50 per day. So we obviously have to use other accounts. So we've gathered up about 20,000 different pages um, and so what we'll do is we'll send out mass DMs through these pages and if 20,000 accounts can send out 50, pay, 50 DMs per day, we're able to send out hundreds of thousands of messages per day on these accounts and we're still able to be, you know, within the terms of service, we're not sending too many uh, and we're using specific, you know, real accounts to send these mass DMs out. So that's how we're able to, you know, do it without, you know, risking our account or risking anybody of our clients accounts. Hmm. And how much does it actually cost you to send those yeah, DMs? Yeah, good question. So it really depends on the level of growth. Like you could grow to 5,000, you could grow to 50,000, 100,000. I would say on average, it's about like $1,500 or maybe $1,000. But we do have some smaller packages for, you know, $100. We have some bigger ones for $10,000. So it's, it really ranges. It depends on how big you want to grow. Uh, but I would say it's about $90 per 1,000. So if you want to grow to 10,000 followers, you know, we could do that for roughly $900 to $1,500. And does it cost you actually anything to be able to send those mass DMs in terms of like you? Do you actually have to invest something to be able to send so much yeah, DMs? Yeah, so we, we do have to invest a small amount. So like, for instance, let's say you paid us $1,000. We would take a chunk of that. We would invest it into the software, into the mass DMs. So we'll be able to send those out. But, you know, it's not a huge amount. So luckily for us, we do end up being able to profit a good amount. And that's why we've been able to run a lot of marketing to get out to more people in order to help, you know, more and more people. And what is the software that you use or did you develop? We actually it? developed it in-house. So there's not there's not really a name for it. We just developed it. We've been in business for seven years. So we've been able to tweak and, you know, figure out like what works perfectly and what doesn't. We've tested scripts. So we know the exact formula that it takes to generate like a real following. Hmm. 
And how did you get the idea to do this? So I was like kind of struggling to grow my account. So like I was actually posting good content on my brand and I just wasn't growing. Like I'd put out like 10 videos or 20 videos and it just wasn't growing. It wasn't getting out to more people. And I, I was trying to like figure out like different ways, like, cause there had to be a way to grow. So I was testing different things, you know, doing giveaways, doing campaigns, stuff like that. Um, and they were doing, they, they did okay, but they didn't really help with the engagement. So like my goal was to get a high following, but also get a lot of engagement. So what I did is me and my partner, Trey Medici, he's, I've been partners with him for four years now. Um, we actually came up with this system, the mass DMs and, there's other people using it for leads, like to generate, you know, sales, clients, to drive people to a website. Um, but we wanted to try to do it to drive them to your page to follow. So instead of driving them to like a website or a product, we started doing it for our own pages to basically follow us, right? And then we scaled our pages to 100,000, then 300,000. And now he's at like half a million. Our agency page is at a million. I'm at like, you know, three, 400,000. So people started to kind of see like, oh, these people are growing. How are you growing? How are you getting good engagement? And then we just kind of um, did it for them. And then that's how it kind of grew into this business where now we've been able to serve thousands of clients. Hmm. And if somebody wants to buy your software, for how much would you sell it? Uh, the software, I don't think is for sale currently. That's something I have to talk to my team member about. Obviously, we'll obviously end up selling the company eventually, but that'll be for eight, nine figures. And that's probably long term. Um, so right now, what we're selling is the package. So we'll sell the following. We'll sell the engagement. We'll make sure you get reach. You get exposure. So if you go to like our website, you'll be able to see all the different packages laid out with, you know, the deliverables with the followers and the engagement that you get. Amazing. And tell me, Joe, what are the biggest achievements mm -hmm. in your life? Well, that's a good question. I would say like primarily, I mean, like I, I recently got married, just had a, a daughter. So I guess that's obviously the biggest thing because um, that completely shifts, you know, the narrative. It makes you more um, pumped up. It makes you more excited to get out there in the world. Um, so that's like the main thing. And as far as, far as like business achievements, I've been featured on, you know, 12 different, you know, top tier publications. I've been able to get my name out to more people, obviously hitting, you know, 300,000 followers than ever thought I'd even get close to that. So, you know, being able to reach people with a, a super big personal brand has been, you know, incredible. Um, and financially, you know, been able to hit, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars per month, just personally, like our business is doing over half a million per month, but even me personally being able to hit, you know, a hundred thousand a month is one goal that I had for a while and I'm, you know, happy to hit it. So those are probably like the top three uh, biggest achievements so far. Incredible. And what are your future mm. goals? So future goals. So me and my partner, we want to hit a million dollars a month. Um, in revenue. So that's our goal for right now. It's obviously going to be a, a huge goal to hit. We're hoping to hit it in the next, you know, three to five months, but we'll see. Um, so that would be the main financial goal. Um, but ultimately, like, um, the funny thing is, is I do kind of want to go almost back to the farm. So like, I'll probably end up buying a ton of land, you know, maybe starting the farm. Um, obviously, that's going to be probably like five to 10 years down the line. But I think that would be you know, a cool goal to have is just kind of buy land, you know, raise, raise a family there. I think that'd be a super cool goal. Wow. And tell me, how do you get clients? Yeah, so clientele, what we do is we actually get 90% of our business through Instagram. So like we actually run a ton of ads, we run a ton of marketing, 
we're actually using the mass DMs as well to generate followers and to generate leads. So like we're able to get 90% of the business just through our main page on Instagram um, by running mass DMs, driving people to our page, they'll DM us. And then once they DM us, we book a call with them, you know, on Instagram. And then we'll hop on a call. You know, we have some setters. We have some closers on our team. They'll just take the calls and they'll close. So that's how we're able to close anywhere from three to over 10 people per day at our, at our agency. Amazing. And throughout the years with roughly how many people yeah, have so you worked? Yeah, so we've worked with over 7,000 clients so far. So it's been about six, seven years. We've helped over 7,000. Our goal is to hit like... I mean, easily like, you know, 10,000 or over or 100,000 would be like the long-term goal. But currently right now for this year is about 10K. But long-term, like if we can hit like over 100,000 or even more, I think that's the ultimate goal. Hmm. And what things are you buying to invest into yourself? Maybe maybe you're buying books, maybe, maybe mentorships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah. Courses. Well, I started out, you'll see like on my bookshelf, I've, I've invested, you know, lots into books. So that was the original thing. That's what I'd recommend for most people starting out is just buy a book. Because a lot of people, they don't have thousands to invest into coaching and mentorship programs. Um, so you start out just doing books. So I started out investing into books. I started out investing into smaller courses. Um, and then you can slowly invest into bigger ones. So like I started out with books, but then I've bought, you know, $3,000 packages, $7,000, $10,000 coaching programs. I've been to, you know, five or six different seminars and, you know, different, um, conferences, um, in the U S. So I would say start out with books, then you can invest into like seminars and, you know, webinars and stuff like that. And then you can go big with coaching. So like I've invested, you know, thousands into a one-on-one coach, into group coaching. And that's definitely been the main thing that's helped me catapult to where I am today. Because if you can learn from someone else who's already done it, you can save yourself so much time and effort. um, And that's just going to excel your growth like crazy. Amazing. And what was that one book that changed your life? I say it would have to be Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I think that was probably like the first book I read. That's by Robert Kiyosaki. Um, so I definitely recommend you check that out if you haven't. Um, but that just goes over like the basics, right? It goes over like what's an asset, what's a liability, it goes over real estate. So like it kind of just paints the picture of like, you know, you don't necessarily want to work, you know, nine to five for somebody else, making them rich. Um, you know, there is another, another option, which is entrepreneurship, <clears throat> passive income, building your own company, you know, working for yourself, having that freedom, that time freedom, financial freedom, so it kind of just opened my eyes to like what's out there, what's different versus what everybody else seems to be doing. Amazing. And tell us a little bit more about the failures and successes <laughs> that you had when you first started yeah, this business. Yeah, that's a great question. So like we definitely had some failures along the way, some like trial and errors. It hasn't been too bad, which we're super lucky about. Um, but yeah, there was times where like, you know, we have people leave just unexpectedly, you know, we had like two of our team members, they just up and left. We don't know why we don't know where they went, but we needed them to, you know, close deals for us. So like we were getting lots of leads in and nobody was able to take the calls because these guys just up and left. So that was probably one of the main issues is, um, you want to make sure that your team is really locked in. Because if people don't feel appreciated, if people, you know, think that like they have that ego and they can go do it themselves, they're going to end up leaving. So that was one issue that we had was, you know, we had these people, they were greedy. They thought they could do it themselves. They basically left and tried to start their own thing. Um, obviously, it failed. It didn't work out. So, 
you know, they obviously learn their lesson, but we also learn our lesson, which is we want to make sure that all the people that work with us, you know, they're super duper happy, super duper satisfied. You know, they want to grind with us and build that ultimate vision with us. Um, so that was probably like the main thing, but we got over that pretty quickly. Um, and so far it's been pretty smooth sailing. So we're very lucky about that. Hmm. And that software that you, that you and your team built, who exactly coded the whole thing? So, I mean, we've actually hired like probably five or six people. It was a while ago. We hired like five or six people to create it. And like we had some issues um, beforehand, like targeting, like it would just target super random people that couldn't afford the product or just random people who didn't speak English. Like we had to kind of tweak the targeting. That was like the main hurdle that we got over with that. But yeah, we had like six people just around the world who were helping us create this um, software and I mean, like I said, it was kind of iffy in the beginning, like the targeting was kind of off, but we, we eventually, you know, figured it out. And now it's, it's very accurate. So we're able to bring in, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in sales just through this software. Amazing. And what do your parents think about all of the success yeah, so that early you on, So I, I don't know if I told you, but I also skipped college. So like, instead of going to college um, or university right after high school, I decided to skip it. So like, that was the main thing they were kind of freaking out about because they obviously wanted me to go. They wanted, you know, a little bit more of a traditional path, but <clears throat> obviously I had to kind of prove them wrong. Like as far as like, I can make it on my own. I can, you know, do it without college. I don't need a degree. Um, my dad, he's kind of like an entrepreneur. He runs a, a law firm. He's very successful. Um, so he kind of has, you know, he, he, he was kind of like on my team, I guess you could say, like he had that um, entrepreneurship spirit. He had a lot of good information. Um, my mom obviously was kind of a little less, like she was kind of scared, like, Hey, is this a scam? Like, are you sure you can do this? Like, are you sure? Like, you know, you're going to be able to you know, go do this without college. Now, see, I, I ended up being able to show them results. So now they're like super proud. Now they're super impressed because like I'm at, you know, 300K on Instagram, helping thousands of people, articles, podcasts, all all kinds of stuff. So now they know, they know that like, okay, he's obviously going to crush it with or without college. So I guess he didn't necessarily need a degree after all. Amazing. So do you think that, is college totally useless or does it have uh, some use? I think it depends on like who you are. Like, I think obviously like there's a, people are always going to need college for like the specific things like lawyers, doctors, you know, people that actually need the degree so they can have that utility. But I'd say for 90% of people, they really don't need it. Like they're really only going to like delay their maturity. They're really only going to college to you know, get that social um, experience with, you know, being around other people their age, you know, kind of goofing off, just not really, not really gaining any real life knowledge. Because what really happens is like, you're almost delaying, you know, your maturity for four years. And then once you get out of college, it's like, you're right back to where you were in the beginning, because you didn't necessarily get any real world experience. So that's why for me, you know, I decided, okay, I'm just going to go out in the real world. I'm going to, you know, skip the four years. I'm going to save myself that time. I'm just going to grind and, you know, get experience where it really matters. Because once you're out of college, you have to go into the real world. So it's like, you might as well not, you know, spend four years there unless you're going to go be a doctor, a lawyer. And then we don't even have to get into like the debt, but like everybody typically will go into debt. They spend a ton of money and then they're just trapped, right, for like 10, 20 years just paying off this debt where with me, I was debt free as soon as I got out of high school. So I decided to kind of pivot 
But I think most people, they're typically just going because that's what everybody else is doing. They don't really think there's an alternative. Um, but in my opinion, 90% of people, it's really not going to make a difference whether you have a degree or not. Amazing. And if you could go back in time, what is the one thing that you would change? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I really don't have a lot that I would change. I mean, obviously, like, getting started even earlier. Like, I know I started super earlier compared to most people, right? But even starting earlier than I did, <clears throat> especially with, like, the Instagram branding stuff, like, if I got in even a year earlier, I think I'd be a little bit more ahead um, than where I am currently. But ultimately, my whole life, like, every decision I made, every, like, you know, pivot I've made with the business, with, you know, my partners, right, it's brought me to where I am today. So really, there's not anything I would actually change because I think, uh, everything has led me to where I am, which right now I'm in a perfect, you know, position. I'm happy where I am. <clears throat> so I really wouldn't change anything if I'm being honest. Hmm. And like starting so early, do you think that like make starting to make uh, money in such an early age, does that make you lose your childhood? Because like you can always make more money but you can never get your childhood childhood yeah, back. For me, is I actually enjoyed doing it. So, like, I enjoyed posting content. I enjoyed reading. I enjoyed, you know, doing business. Like, I still enjoy it today. I enjoy hopping on podcasts and building brands, talking to people like yourself. So, if I didn't enjoy it, then obviously, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go back and, you know, be a child. But <clears throat> honestly, like, I was always super um, excited to, like, make content, make videos, read, learn. And I was always super immersed in entrepreneurship since I was 15 or 16. So honestly, like this is kind of like my fun, right? So like I still feel like I'm having, you know, a good time when I'm doing business. There's obviously times when, you know, it can be stressful, but overall, like it's what I like to do. So I feel like I haven't really missed out on much because I'm doing exactly what I meant to do. I'm doing exactly what I want to do, essentially. And I get money, which is a bonus because I'm actually getting paid for what I like to do. Yeah. And if you didn't figure out this, like social media marketing, branding, sending mass DMs to people, mm. what were you going to do right now? I looked into doing real estate briefly. So like, I think I'd probably go into real estate. I don't know whether or not I would be like a realtor or if I would invest, um, but whether or not I think I'd probably be doing some, some something in real estate because I've you know kind of been around real estate agents my whole life. And Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, he's big into real estate. So I think if I wasn't doing like social media marketing per se, I'd probably go into like the real estate space. Amazing. And do you have any other hobbies besides I've really gotten books? into like fitness, like working out, going to the gym, running. So like, I, I don't know if you know Andy Frisella, but he's a big entrepreneur and he started this program called 75 Hard. So I did that last like October and I loved it. Like it, it challenges you, which is super cool because if you can challenge yourself physically, it just helps you build more discipline in every other area of your life and in your business. So I really got immersed into like fitness. So like, you know, every day I'll go to the gym for like an hour or two a day just to kind of rewind or unwind and, and obviously kind of build um, a good, you know, physical appearance. And then obviously feeling good too is another key. So I'd say overall getting into fitness is probably like the, the main hobby that I have currently. So 
how has like going to the fitness impacted your personal yeah, well, life I mean, and one, business? Yeah, you feel more confident. So like you show up better on calls, you show up better on interviews, on podcasts. Um, number two, it makes you actually feel better because you know if you don't have energy, if you're just fat and lazy, and you're you don't have like an, a lot of drive, you know you're not really going to show up in business. So it's just gonna like if you are healthy, you know physically. Um, you're you're just automatically going to be healthy and crush it in life, relationships, business. So that always translates into like showing up with better energy on my calls, you know, showing up with better energy on interviews in my content, and just overall in business, being able to have more energy and feel you know more confident um, has helped a lot. And that's obviously come from you know being able to go to the gym and be fit. Wow. And where did this drive like to be successful and rich from where did it came yeah. up being so early? That's a great question. I, like, being so young. I really don't know when it started. Cause like I have always wanted to work for myself. Like I, I sold like I sold candy in school. I sold eggs when I was like seven or eight. Like I was always selling something to kind of make my own money. So like I always knew I didn't really want to work for somebody else. Not necessarily that that's bad. It's just, I didn't, I didn't want to do it. Um, and I wanted to be able to make my own money, make my own decisions. So, I mean, I don't know necessarily if it was like just in me, like I just had that in me because some people don't get that until they're like 20 or 30, right? So there's a lot of people that don't even start entrepreneurship until they're like in their mid twenties. When with me, it's like, I felt like it was almost like born, if that makes sense. Incredible. And in your current business, where is it lacking the most? Where can it improve the most? I mean, we try to keep a, a close eye on everything, so there's nothing really major that's lacking. Um, but I would say probably just being able to being able to close more of our deals. Like we get a lot of leads, we get tons of people coming in, so we just need to make sure that our closers and the people who are getting on those calls, talking to our potential clients, that they're able to close. Because um, usually you want your close rate at about forty to fifty percent. So that means if you get ten calls coming in, you want to be able to close at least four or five. Right now, it might be a little lower. So that's probably the main thing that we need to focus on is being able to close better. You know, make sure that we're training our closers to you know actually be able to get to that forty to fifty percent close range. Um, but other than that, everything seems to be running super smoothly. Hmm. And is it hard to find yeah. those? I mean, I feel closers? like it's hard because you you want to find like a closer that has some skin in the game or someone that is passionate about what you have to offer or they know it works. Because like you could get a closer and they could be super good on sales calls. They, they're good at handling objections, but they're not really passionate about the product. So, you know, they don't necessarily close as well as I could or as my partner could because like we're super passionate about it to where like we'll get on a, a call and we'll make sure that it closes because we, they can sense our passion because they know that we know that it works, right? So with a, a new closer, it's like they don't necessarily know. They don't really have that passion. Um, so I feel like that's probably like the main thing. Hmm. Wow. And who are your biggest role That's models? Question. I mean, I'd say the main one is probably my dad. You know, my dad is always, he's always instilled like, you know, super solid values, like don't give up, you know, never quit. Um, your, you know, integrity, that kind of stuff. So like, I feel like he's helped me along the line, like, especially when I was younger, when I was like seven, eight, nine years old, 
there are times when I wanted to like quit. There were times where I wanted to give up, you know, with the farming. Uh, but he helped me kind of build this resilience within me. So it's like now quitting is not even an option, right? So he's he's kind of been the one person throughout my whole life that's helped me um, actually build these values that have helped me get to where I am today. Um, and then there's a couple others like, you know, Grant Cardone, super cool. I've always consumed his content. His 10X rule really helped me because it opened my eyes to what's possible. He says, set a goal and then make it 10 times bigger. So Grant Cardone, Robert Kiyosaki, um, Tony Robbins, you know, he's always good for like motivation. So just like the simple, you know, gurus. But ultimately, I think everything leads back to um, my dad because he's always helped me, you know, especially in the beginning. Amazing. And what are some tips that you would give to people that have just dropped out of college or maybe didn't even go to college? Before you even do that, like I would say, try to find like a proof of concept, figure out some kind of business that's actually providing value and providing like a good quality service. um, And then figure out how you can sell that because you want to make sure that if you're going to drop out or if you're going to skip college, that you have like some proof that you should do that. Like if you can show people that like you're already making a lot of money, you already have a ton of skills, then maybe it would make sense to do that. But I don't recommend people just drop out or skip it if you're lazy. Like I know a lot of lazy people, you know, they shouldn't go to college, but that doesn't necessarily mean that um, they shouldn't not go. Cause like there are people that will get skills in college. They'll build a little bit more discipline. Um, but I would say before you even think about like dropping out, you want to make sure you have, some kind of proof of concept for like your business or your skill set. So that way, once you do drop out or if you just skip it, you already have like a solid foundation of skills and income to go out and crush it. And do you remember how much money you were making before yeah, you decided I mean, I to skip college? Teachers at schools. That's how I knew. Like I was, cause I was in the bathrooms closing deals. Like I was, always grinding. Like I'd get home from school at three. Uh, I just grind until 1 PM or 2 PM. So like I was over 1 AM, 2 AM. Right. And I was always grinding, just trying to make money. Um, so I was easily doing like anywhere from 3000 to $10,000, um, in school, in high school. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Incredible. Damn. So what have been the best and worst investments like <laughs> starting out? That's a good question. In your business. I mean, best investments is probably mentors. Like going back to, you know, after you invest into books, the next level is kind of those mentors and those coaches. So I immediately invest into a one-on-one coach. I paid him thousands of dollars, but he helped me in a ton of different ways. Um, So that was probably one of the best investments I made. Probably one of the worst ones was like stocks. Like I got into, there's one time where I got into like trading and doing like stock options and whatever. And those are super volatile. So that means that you you have a very high chance of losing your money. So like I probably put like 2000 into that and the the economy, I'm sure you've noticed is like, especially in the U S it's just gone down, especially with like, you know, the presidents and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, I put it in the wrong time, lost a ton of money. So stocks, I don't really recommend. I'd say just take that money, invest it into yourself instead of stocks, invest it into your knowledge, into mentorship programs, coaching programs, seminars, because that's where you're really going to make a good ROI versus putting it into stocks and hoping that it grows, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when, you fa- when you hired your first mentor, 
His name uh, was Billy Barton. Was actually he's a, a men's coach. He's coached over like two, three hundred people. Um, I, I met him a while ago, and then he just randomly got me on a call, um, and we talked. And like, he's helped me a lot with like just like the basics, with like starting the business, setting everything up, bank accounts, finances, um, and then just mindset type stuff, right? Because I was actually kind of scared to like post content. Um, so he helped me kind of get through that and build confidence, like a lot of like the basic foundational stuff. Um, but yeah, his name's Billy. Um, he's in California. He's he's been a men's coach for a while, and he does a really good job. Hmm. And do you plan to do like a mentorship or like a course teaching everybody to mm-hmm. how to 100%. do what so you long what term? You I'd say like probably five to seven years down the line, I'll be starting like a university. So I want to have like this m- massive like course platform, or maybe even like a university platform where I can just coach like any, anyone from like 15 to 20 year old, you know, male and females. I just want to show them like how to build brands, how to create income, how to be resilient, just kind of like the basic things. And then also introduce like branding, content creation, um, how to actually like monetize your page and how to bring in like a revenue through your personal brand. So I definitely want to come out with some kind of like mentorship program in the next like five to seven years. Hmm. And that's going to be yeah, kind of like exactly. Christmas University by their team. Yeah. I mean, he, he has, he's got a lot of people in there, which is crazy. Amazing. And like, hmm, has there ever no. been a dream that I you gave no. up? I've never, I've never ever given up. Yeah. yeah usually if I, if I set something, like if I set, wow. if I set a goal in so, my head, like, and I want to make it happen, then I go out and I make it happen. Like, there's really no negotiating, you know, I have to find a way. So I've, there's never really been anything that I want to do or a dream that I've tried to do and, and given up on. Hmm. And I mean, where did you meet your wife? Oh, my wife? Uh, we actually met in school. So I've actually wife. known her for like six, yeah. seven years, believe it or not. So we met in school. We've kind of, you know, clicked very, very, um, very quickly. And she's very supportive of like business, entrepreneurship. She loves what I do. Um, so she's super duper supportive and I'm, I'm very lucky. And tell yeah, us so a little bit more about February your February 26th or something. So around that time, I, I always get my, my stuff mixed up, but she's, yeah, she's beautiful. She's an angel, sleeps really well at night. So, I mean, you hear horror stories of people not getting sleep. So yeah, we're very lucky that she gets good sleep and that helps me in business because I actually have more energy to show up with people. Amazing. So, Joe, this was an incredible podcast. I learned so much from you. So, tell me, what are, like, the final yeah, takeaways that you want to so tell the takeaways, I would say, is just make sure if you don't have a personal brand, start it ASAP. If you have a personal brand, start taking action, post content, get out to more people, and then maybe look into investing into your brand. Because, I mean, Steve Forbes, the owner of Forbes magazine, you know, he said one of the greatest investments you can make is in your personal brand, right? So if you don't have that yet, you need to get a solid brand, get out to more people, Um, Because the more hands you shake, the more money you make, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting out to as many people as possible. And social media is definitely the route to do that. I'd say Instagram, TikTok, YouTube are the main three right now. Um, And then, yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, it takes action. So, you know, you could think about what you want to post. You can have an idea of what you want to post. But if you don't actually put that content out there and actually take action, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. So at the end of the day, just take action. 
Amazing. So, Joe, I gotta thank you for being on this podcast again. This was an incredible podcast. I learned so much. And I'm sure everybody has learned a, a lot also. So, guys, please and go check his Instagram out. He's amazing, as you can see. Very inspirational story. And, yeah, guys, I'll see everyone in the next thank podcast. You. Have a good day. Thank you, Joe, for being here. Yeah.